Hi everyone, my name is Catalina Osman, and today I'm going to be talking about my higher level IB chemistry exam project. So for our exam project, we decided to focus on organics, organic chemistry and specifically enantiomers um, and how we see this in um, the real world, specifically in the medical world um, in terms of the drugs that we use. So the drug that I chose is albuterol or salbutamol, and you might recognize this as it is definitely um, used most often for um, asthma. And I chose this because as someone who has asthma, I found this to be really fascinating. So I, just, I said before, I chose albuterol and salbutamol. And just some background information before we start. So basically, enantiomers are a pair of molecules that are mirror images of um, one another. And within enantiomers um, are chiral centers. So what is chirality, you might be asking. Chirality means that a molecule cannot be superimposed on itself no matter the configuration. And a chiral center has four different groups attached to the main carbon atom. The two versions of enantiomers are RNS enantiomers, which are mirror images of one another. So an example of this, if you cannot picture it, if you look at your hands with your palms facing yourself, um, they're very similar, basically mirror images of one another. However, if you take your right palm and put it on top of your left, your thumbs are not going to line up. So that means they're not superimposable. However, if you flip them toward each other and your thumbs line up, that means they are imposable. Um, and then I will go further into this when I'm talking about um, albuterol a little later. So the chemical name for my uh, drug is 1,1-dimethyl-ethyl-amino-methyl-4-hydroxy-1,3-benzene-dimethanol. Um, this is very confusing, but you might know it more as Ventolin, and this is what it is marketed as. So the R-salbutamol is the bronchodilating enantiomer, while the S-salbutamol is inactive or causes adverse results. And what, um, what albuterol really is, it is a combination of these two, they're together, but it is a racemic mixture, meaning that, um, so the R of an antumor rotates in the clockwise direction. However, the S rotates in the um, uh, counterclockwise direction. So when put together, they stay still and they don't rotate. Um, and it's just, um, it's a racemic mixture. Um, so going into a little, a little bit more about the actual enantiomers, the functional groups present in uh, the enantiomers are hydroxyl, hydroxyl groups as well as amine groups. Um, and just some history on this drug, scientists responsible for the development of salbutamol, um, Sir David Jack, as well as a group of scientists at Allen Hansbury Laboratory, and that is in England. Um, and it was discovered in 1966 by these um, scientists. However, the date that it was available to the public was in 1969, and that was when it was launched uh, widely to the public as an albuterol drug, Ventolin, which they still use today. And you might be wondering, how does this drug work in my body? Well, I'll tell you. So albuterol or salbutamol works by relaxing muscles in the lungs. So basically, when you do have asthma, your lungs are very tight and very tense. So by relaxing the muscles in the lungs, um, you're therefore opening up the airways and allowing people to breathe. Um, so the way albuterol works is albuterol is selective for beta-2 um, adrenoceptor sites, and these sites stimulate the production of cyclic AMP. And cyclic AMP enhances the activity of cyclic AMP kinase A, which then causes smooth muscle relaxation. And this allows the airways to relax um, and open, allowing people to breathe. Um, however, um, uh, our um, salbutamol is usually usually what you think of, um, as I said before, it's the bronchodilating enantiomer, so that's what really um, works. Um, however, the S-salbutamol is a little bit different. 
So the S. salbutamol is usually inactive. However, um, in some cases of asthma, it can cause paradoxical results. So it can increase hypersensitivity of the airways, and it can also increase allergic um, bronchospasms. So while usually it is inactive because this is a racemic mixture by itself, um, or like the way albuterol works is that the R is much more potent and the S is not as potent, but it can have adverse results. Um, and now we're talking about the synthesization of albuterol. So um, the, this is going to be very complicated. However, the general approach um, for to synthesize albuterol um, started from 4-hydroxyacetophenone. Um, and um, the way this works is that what I just said, um, it goes through chloromethylation using formaldehyde and hydrochloride and produces 4-hydroxy-3-chloromethyl um, acetophenone, which was which is then um, isolated with a mixture of acetic anhydride, acetic acid, and sodium acetate to yield a ketone. And then they used the bromination of the obtained ketone, which then produces bromoketone, which um, bromine um, is what they use, and then which on reaction with the N-benzyl N-T-butyl amine produces the amino ketone. And then after the hydrolysis of acetyl groups with hydrochloric acid, the keto group in the diol um, is reduced with sodium borohydride to give the triol. Um, and the triol is debenzylated with hydrogen using a PDC catalyst to produce the desired albuterol. Um, and there are different modifications, but this is usually the main one. Um, and as I said, it is very, very complicated. However, most of the time when you think of this, it's really just those RNS and antimers um, working together um, in formation. So thank you so much for watching. And I hope that this video has provided a little bit of clarity um, in terms of albuterol and what you use when you have asthma.